0: It's the voices that matter, Drew.
1: The voices. Oh God, you're hearing voices. You've only been you've only been living on your own for a very short amount of time, and you're already hearing voices. Okay, you know what? We can talk about that.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Although you are living on your own now, that might just be neighbors. Anthony, is that neighbors? Possibly. <laughs>
0: hello everybody welcome to the podcast we have returned with more nonsense but oh wait nope that was it that's more nonsense
1: i brought i brought gum oh i brought i brought snacks i also brought um uh some toilet paper that was very valuable a few months ago i don't know if it's valuable anymore
0: I, th- I think, I mean, it's valuable in the sense that you need it, and if you didn't have it, you would have a bad time, unless you go the bidet route, which, you know, I'm not going to judge.
1: I feel like in the apocalypse, you're not going to find many working bidets.
0: I mean, it's just pressured water, right?
1: It's going to hose at that point. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Billy, hose me down! i'm done shitting
1: <laughs>
0: i did i do not like that no gusta <laughs> I apologize oh man you and know
1: how, how's your
0: uh, i believe that i am doing okay but i do have a question for you yes uh how exact you've been living on your own for a little while now right
1: my entire life mm. that I was born into this apartment and I'll die in this apartment.
0: Oh That's good, that's good. That means you can answer the question. I'm gonna throw you away. <laughs> uh, do you, do you ever do you ever feel that uh, after it's been a while since you've hung out with people that you start to get a little weird?
1: Oh, Anthony, I've been weird my whole life. <laughs> I've been strange since moment one. And this is not a bit. No, I've been strange my entire life. Mm. So do you mean like
0: awkward interactions? How do you mean? Okay, so I mean like uh, like uh, do, do, you, do you sometimes talk to yourself a little bit more than you used to? You know, that kind of stuff. Now you feel well, you, you solve... feel like the crazies are coming in on you from the solitariness of it all.
1: I solved that issue by getting a cat. So if I ever start talking to myself, I look at her and I'm like, ah, you understand me.
0: Mm. I guess that does make it better I sit there and I'm
1: Complaining about work or I'm complaining about Like something in life And then I just turn to my cat and she just looks at me And does that like little meep That cats do and I'm like Mm. yes You understand me
0: Funny thing it turns out cats do not Meow at other cats Really? They meow exclusively for people I've seen cats hiss at each other Yeah but that's hissing not meowing
1: Hmm I've always wondered, this is getting way too deep down a rabbit hole, but like, I've always wondered how animals communicate. I feel like it has to, it
0: almost has to be
1: um, body language.
0: I mean, it almost has to be. A good amount of it is body language, but I mean, it's very dependent on the said animal, because uh, I, I think there'd be a strong case to say that, that whales are probably speaking to each other. In, uh, <laughs> but uh, cats are more like look at my movements understand what i'm getting at
1: yeah i mean I, I i've never like i i've never been able to like like find facts about this mm-hmm. but i feel like at some level all animals are able to like communicate to each other without vocal without vocal without doing it vocally or physically like how whales have like some kind of like sonar thing that they do that with i feel like most
0: other animals have that kind of thing i'm sorry i i, I want to understand your words correctly are you saying that they have telepathy like what are you what are you <laughs> well if you want to make me sound crazy <laughs> yes i
1: think i don't know like i've always wondered because like if if cats are unable to talk to other cats yeah. through talking through vocal through vocally okay and if if Body language is like not a hundred percent of that language. How do they communicate?
0: Um,
1: well, I mean, I mean some of some of it guess,
0: is just is just touch, you know? Like it's the yeah. rubbing noses or like, you know, it's uh you know, cleaning each other or you know that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, I guess that'd be body language.
0: There's like little chitters they do and such.
1: Yeah, and that's vocal, I guess. I don't know. I, I guess since I learned that fish have, like, a way of communicating that is mainly, I don't know, like, telepathy sounds like a crazy word, but I don't remember what the actual word is for it. I feel like
0: that might just not be exclusive to fish. Are you talking about, like, ele- electric magnetic kind of stuff?
1: I guess? Is that what it is?
0: Because otherwise you are sounding quite crazy. <laughs> <laughs> And I th- and no, I think but... you being in your apartment your entire life is uh, proving the point. I think I was getting at unintentionally. I've, n- <laughs> I've never met a fish. <laughs> this is a problem. Um,
1: no, but I mean it's it's definitely um, it's something I want to look into more because I I feel like I feel, I feel you've heard that before, right? That fish have some way of communicating that's not physically or vo- vocally. Like, not, 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 um,
0: um, what's the word for it? It's definitely the wrong word you have, that's for sure. Yeah, it's,
1: I'm gonna come back
0: to this. Okay. I'm gonna
1: come back next week, and our podcast is all gonna be about how we're all, how we all communicate telepathically. We're
0: gonna have a fish facts, uh, section.
1: (laughs) Fish facts. (laughs) I'm gonna bring fish sticks and, like, eat them while I'm talking about fish knowledge and catch fish in animal crossing and anthony will be super bored because i'll just be taking the entire podcast to talk about this
0: great i look so forward to that
1: (laughs) it's okay i'll forget about this 10 minutes after we stop recording
0: but uh I, i think it i think it does depend on the animal uh different animals have different ways of communicating with each other and uh it's a very wide spectrum, especially if you consider a human an animal. So, I do.
1: <laughs> we're all just part of the food chain. No, I'm kidding. Are you? Um, but <laughs> yes, yes, I am. We're not. We're not talking about um caveman times where everyone was walking around and could be eaten by like eaten
0: by a wild bison at any moment look all i'm saying is is that if a tiger's willing to take off an employee's arm
1: <laughs> <laughs> here we go
0: <laughs> bringing it right back around honestly it's where we should have been in the first place
1: <laughs> accurate all right uh. Well, otherwise, other other than other I was talking about how animals communicate, Anthony, how has your week been? Has, has anything exciting happened in your
0: week? I, uh... My, my computer glows now, so... Mm. And... I, you had a Chernobyl accident. I did, I did. And, uh, I gotta fe- say, it feels a little tingly right now. But, um... All right, guys, that was a fun podcast. We're going to wrap
1: up here because I cannot I cannot talk to Anthony at this moment.
0: <laughs> no, explain. Elaborate. All right, so I, I, I got a new computer set up, and it feels so nice to have a computer that uh, has quality behind it. I decided to save up a bit and actually buy myself a new computer and had one of my other friends help build it. Well, I, more accurately, uh, they told me the parts to get, and then I paid them to build it. So that's, that's the more accurate thing that happened. <laughs> mm. Are they even a friend at that point, if
1: you're paying them hey, look, to hang out with you? I,
0: I value the skills my friends have, and as such, they get paid for it. I want to make the
1: listener very aware that I've never been paid for this podcast. Therefore, Anthony does not value my skills. See, you
0: get it. This is good. I realize I just dabbed. (laughs) And no one can see it because we don't film a video podcast. We don't film a video podcast, though. That could be in the future. Huh? Huh? I'm lost. Uh, I, t- I take it that's a no all right all right i'm gonna i'm gonna back down from that right now but point is uh i got a new computer and it is super fast mm. so
1: yeah so like when you were building it mm. um what was kind of your your stipulation because i remember you were asking us about parts but like were you asking for like a top of the line best pc in the game were you just seeing for something to like play games with friends what, what was what was kind of the main driver behind you getting a brand new PC
0: to be honest I wanted to use the a lot of picture editing software uh, that's that's one thing and I wanted to not be restricted on what sort of games I could play with friends anymore because it's one of the big things that has kind of restricted me because the last time I built a computer was back in 2015 maybe 14. I had a door I had a sales job back then, let's put it that way. So it was it was a healthy while ago, for sure. Hmm. But I wanted something that would be very up to date, something that would be nice and fast, and something that I don't have to worry about uh just getting stuff uh for. I can just if I want to play something with friends, I can just be like, Yeah, I can play without friends. No issues, kinda of deal. I mean I didn't want to break the bank though, but you know. Yeah. I wasn't looking to spend, like, four grand on a PC, be like, give me the best you got kind of <laughs> deal, you know? You weren't looking out to get a car loan? Yeah, no no car loans, please. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, honestly, I, I'm very biased in this field, so don't everyone take a grain of salt with what I'm saying, but, like, having a high-end or even, like, a moderately high PC is life-changing it just it makes it so like you don't have to worry ever about like oh can my computer handle this or oh like my computer is slowing down my computer for the most part its parts are a couple of years old at this point and for the most part like it still runs like a dream i barely have any issues with it um and i run it through a lot more a lot more sturdy paces than most but at the same time like any any level of computer use having a high-end pc not even a high-end pc just having like a a decent pc changes your reality like even if you just have an ssd as like a um uh, a primary drive that makes your that makes your life 10 times easier because you press the power button and within like 20 seconds you're up and running it's great
0: yeah yeah i gotta say it's really nice just to have this just start up and it's just ready to go it's it's really nice i can take like a nine gigabyte uh photo i'm working with and just do whatever i want with it and it can be so it could so easily work with it no slowdown whatsoever do any as much editing as i want to it and put it in different layers and such it makes map making so much easier
1: hmm yeah, and especially if you're dealing with files like
0: files of that
1: size for a single picture, yeah, I can imagine that might uh,
0: <laughs> it might cause some issues. Yeah, it might have uh, wanted it might have made my laptop want to catch on fire before. So, uh. <laughs> have you ever thought about investing in like um, a drawing tablet for those kind of maps? You know, I was I was thinking about it, and then. I came to the realization that it would just be one of those things that that sounds nice but i don't think i would effectively use you know like it's it's something that i would want to have at some point but i think i would want to have like a lot more money saved up and a lot more of things taken care of like student loans before i uh do a splurge on something like that because the idea of it sounds great to me and I love the idea in fact I I was going to do it for a second and then I decided to take a step back and be like am I actively going to use this instead of just using a drawing pad or am I going (laughs) to actively use this instead of the software I use already and uh, I just kind of found myself saying no I'm just going to keep using GIMP I mean I don't even want to spend I I don't even want to spend the money for Photoshop at the moment so not at the moment.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't blame you on the Photoshop thing because honestly, Adobe charges you through the nose for that kind of stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. I wonder if you could get a Pro Series key off of eBay or something like that for Photoshop, and you just have like a, um, an an edition of Photoshop, not like the monthly ones.
1: Yeah, so that would be your issue—is that? You would be getting an older version of Photoshop, which means that you may or may not be getting updates to that product. Um, because they went to a subscription model a while ago. At this point, that's true. Probably a couple of years ago. So, um, I I know a lot of people who still use older versions of Photoshop and like swear up and down that it's still a great product. Like, there's no problems with it. But you're you're kind of playing a gamble a little bit when you do that. It really—you have to do your research, find out what version would work best for you. But then again, I know a ton of people who use GIMP for everything, and like that is no, like there's no shade on GIMP whatsoever. It's a fine product; everything works well with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, for the most part, I've had no issues with uh, using GIMP. It's been a very good software, and. Uh, it works for the needs I have. I feel like something nice to have would be a nice uh, organizer, organizing software. I think that'd be kind of nice because I'd like, like something that I can uh, just kind of unify all the documents that I use for the world building I do for D&D and uh, all that. It's kind
1: of crazy to me that like there isn't a program out there specifically tailored for dungeons and dragons play ah like like oh okay okay an official product i know there's a ton of like fan-made stuff and stuff that's not technically for D, but you can use it for dD mm-hmm. but i feel like it's weird to me that like dungeons and dragons hasn't evolved into a place that can you can do it virtually any right now
0: do you mean just play the game or organize your campaign
1: um a little bit of both honestly
0: because there's technically D D beyond
1: i still have not checked out what that what that really is because it's like
0: isn't it a paid subscription mm, not really because you can buy your resource materials on there right but mm-hmm. uh it's more like a giant database than it is a, a platform that you use because there are like a bunch of different like rpg style uh platforms you can work with what is it there's the uh there's one on steam i forget what it's called uh
1: i know what you're talking about i actually have that one saved in my um it's called like fantasy grounds or something like that
0: yeah it's, it's, ex- it's insanely expensive. expensive but uh, it seems like a really good software to use but mm, oof, that 40 dollar yeah. price tag is uh it's a little rough especially given that every person would have to buy a copy of this so
1: yeah i guess that's why i'm kind of surprised that like it it, it there hasn't been an official push to try and make dnd digital or virtual because a lot of a lot of people i know play online these days like ignoring the obvious the obvious pandemic people i know just play online on their dnd sessions and there are websites that do it and these little fan programs and all this stuff and you can go over discord or skype or whatever but like i'm kind of shocked there isn't just like a thing to use there isn't just like hey use this program it'll do the miniatures for you you can make maps to upload in it you can talk to the people that you want to play with you can easily find a group like i'm surprised that doesn't exist
0: yeah i think the closest thing we have is the roll 20 that's and that's that's not exactly an official thing right there that's basically for any type of system and they have their own model of monetizing and all that kind of stuff
1: Mm -hmm. yeah well i do have one last thing about your pc Mm um what 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 have you tested it with have you other than map making software. I know you said games-wise you were going to put it through its paces. What have you played?
0: Yeah, you know what? This this kind of goes into like the second half of what I wanted to talk about here. Uh I've played Terraria. Uh, <laughs> I've um I've not played a lot of different games so far actually in in all honesty. I played a I opened up uh, Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition. <laughs>
1: Okay, so Ancient Game and even more Ancient Game. Got it.
0: Yeah. uh, (laughs) Company of Heroes, too. That's on max settings and that that, that, that runs like butter and that's really nice.
1: Man, I actually don't remember when Company of Heroes came out, but I guarantee it's not recent.
0: It's not. But I think uh, I'm not in the mindset of having a new computer yet. Hmm. It's kind of like I've been using, um, well, not a crap computer, but basically an older computer for such a long time that I'm not used to having something that actually has power behind it. So it's not like I'm thinking, oh, well, let's just jump into the into the, this great game with uh, these more demanding uh, settings and such like that. It's more like, oh, let's see what I have already. It's kind of like uh, even though I have the new computer, I still, I'm still acting like I have my old one kind of deal.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, give yourself some time. You you obviously have a a lot of catching up to do for games. So like it, you don't even have to buy new games. Like honestly, you just kind of have to look at like what is either free to play or what do you have in your library that might be able to test the limits. Because you can even play Skyrim and just download mods for it and make that game look beautiful. So. Yeah, push push your luck. Try, try and see what happens.
0: Yeah, that that's for sure. Give it, give different things a shot. Um, yeah, or like I know I tried to jump in the Warframe, but uh, for some reason my account uh, had to be reset, so I had to wait a solid minute for that. <laughs> you have been. I mean, when's the last time
1: you played that? Like 2018, 2017? eighteen, twenty seventeen.
0: It's been a solid minute for sure, and I think I got frustrated because I was moving so slow. Uh, in it. I only put it in 16 hours of the last time I played with you guys before. Mm. But um, I think I'd love to give it a shot again, just to uh, you know see what it's like to get in.
1: I think you would have a lot of fun with it. I realized I was about to like shill the game a ton. I was going to be like, oh yeah, you should do this and this, and there's this new thing going on. It's like, no, you'll have fun with it. Check it out.
0: Gotcha. It's fun. Mm-hmm. is good Is good game i gotta i gotta get into that into that uh new game uh, mindset uh do you do you how do you feel like you're that way with anything else really what do you mean like you kind of uh still have like the old mindset of like oh uh i'm kind of stuck in the old mindset for, even though i have the new thing now like uh fully owning your own car or uh how it feels to <laughs> be in your own place completely and not have to worry about anything that way. Or, you know, you just kind of got into a routine. And even though things have changed, you're still doing the same stuff.
1: Yeah, kind of, but I don't, I feel like it's not, um, I feel like it's more just like best practices that I've kind of hammered in my head. Mm -hmm. Like for example, like, um, I'll give you, I'll give you a, a short example. So, um, with my Nintendo switch, I've had an issue with Joy-Con drift. Essentially, one of the joysticks on the Switch um, starts to give bad inputs. Like, it starts to have me walk to the left in Animal Crossing, like when I'm not pressing left or something like that. So, I've had this issue where, like, my Joy-Con keeps, like, moving me and doing all this and doing all that. I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, God, I just have to tough my way through this. And I'm like, Wait, what am I doing? Why don't I just get a new controller? Why don't I just buy something new? I'm still stuck in an old mindset of like, use a product until it is like, beyond dust. That's kind of the mindset I'm in. Is more like, even if a product is slightly broken, I'll still use it as long as I can. Hell, I collect, um, I collect like, old computer wires and everything like that because i'm like ah one day i might use it (laughs) oh i definitely know that when am i going to use an original ipod cable you know the big the big like fat one the one that's like the one that was like the size of your finger yeah i'm never going to use that again but i still have one and on the off chance i need it i got you yeah so it's, it's it's kind of breaking old habits but they were kind of put there as like best practices at the time
0: Um, yeah I know I've had like a few of those things I know one of the ones I'm very happy that uh, that I've broken was the whole eating out thing so I'm glad that's basically kicked out it's all eating at home and putting way too much cajun spice on things I thought you were
1: saying preparing to eat more eat out more often I'm like oh nice but then you were like no eating out less I'm like oh okay fine fine I'm actually kind of going a little bit in the opposite. When we weren't in quarantine, I definitely, like, limited myself in, like, going out to eat. And while we're in quarantine, I think I've eaten eaten out more often than I should have. Mm.
0: It's just to kind of feel like you just so, like, you're out, out of the house kind of deal?
1: Yeah, that's part of it. Like, I try and leave the house once a day, even if it's just for a drive around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And, um, while I'm out, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm driving by Starbucks. Let me go get Starbucks. Or, oh man, I'm driving by, um, I'm driving by, uh, Pizza Hut or something like that. Let me go, let me go grab some pizza. But like, I've been fairly good about the things that I order.
0: Okay. I'm not doing it super often. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I know, um, I know if I don't push myself to do so, I'll pretty much just like stay in the house the entire week. If, uh. If if I don't try and push myself a little bit, so I know I've been trying to get like a healthier schedule that way, uh, just so like I see sun more. <laughs> Remember, plants aren't the only thing that
1: needs sunlight; humans do too. Hey. Go out and go out and look directly at the sun. Mm. Get
0: that get that vitamin D for the eyes.
1: That's the official blank space podcast endorsement. Look directly at the sun for at least fifteen minutes a day. And. I'm not
0: sure that's how that's supposed to work, but uh, thank you for trying.
1: Official endorsement. Yeah. Rubber stamp.
0: That that seems, as some would call, a bad idea, but I, I do appreciate the effort here.
1: I do, too. And please, for the love of God, do not look at the sun. This was a bit. Do not do that. <laughs> So. but it's good to hear that you're enjoying your computer. It's um it, honestly I know considering how long we've known each other I've know you, I've known you like be playing on a laptop for a very long time. It's good to, good to hear that you like upgraded to a full desktop to kind of like feel the power of it all.
0: Yeah I mean uh, it, it's definitely nice to have the upgrade and to be able to finally work with more modern stuff and not really have any limitations. What is what is the next thing you feel like you want to upgrade to? Because I know you you have a VR setup, right?
1: I'm borrowing a VR headset VR headset right now to play um, Half Life Alex.
0: Ah, do you feel like and do you, do you feel like that's going to be a more permanent uh, more permanent option right there? Going for yes? Question mark? Okay, I I I don't fully
1: know because I'm not a hundred percent sold on VR without knowing more games that are coming out for it half-life alex is an incredible game like i am i am 110 sold on it every time i play it i feel almost like i feel almost completely immersed in that world and what i'm doing
0: mm-hmm.
1: um but i feel like the tech or the well not even the games i guess the tech is just not fully there yet what i what i want and i know it's far away but what i really want is completely wireless vr yeah like the pro the problem i'm running into is like i have a vr headset on and all the wires are behind me like like if i had long hair it kind of feels like it's draped behind me mm. but there's there are moments in that game when i try to do like try and do some tricky shit And I feel the wires pulling or I feel like I bumped something in the real world. And I'm like, oh, well, there's my immersion. If I had like a virtual, like a, like a, um, a wireless headset Mm -hmm. that would get rid of 99% of the problems I have. But I don't know. It's, um, it's also just being like, I don't know kind of what games I would play if I spent them. Like if I dropped a large dollar bill on on a VR headset.
0: I guess. Half Wife Alex
1: has been great, but I just I don't I don't know what else would be out there that I would really spend the time
0: on. I gotcha. Yeah, I mean um to me I do think the concept looks pretty cool, but I was watching a streamer, he was using the VR and such and he's a taller gentleman and uh he <laughs> went to go shoot a basketball <laughs> and uh punched the ceiling real hard. <laughs> <laughs> We're living in the early days of the Wii all over again, <laughs> when people threw Weemotes
1: into televisions, people punching holes in walls while trying to, trying to shoot a basketball. Oh, that's so good.
0: Yeah, it does seem like... Well, not good for him, but... Yeah, yeah. It does seem like there are still some limitations with it, but it does seem like something that's very immersive. I feel like if we gave this another... I'd say, what, five years? it It'd be something that's more tack tackleable
1: mm.
0: because i feel like there's been a lot of money pumped into vr and it's something that can very much go somewhere but it's still it's it's still teething is what it is
1: yeah it's it's interesting i i want more than anything for vr to become a bigger thing because I see VR being a gateway to like uh, what's
0: the word for it? To hard video gaming. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, like I th- I think VR is a way for anyone to experience anything. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, like the, the example I give I gave my dad when I was talking to him about VR kinda of being on the up and up and up because he was wondering like what What's the big deal about VR? We've kind of had it before. Now it's more improved, but there still isn't like a ton of stuff to do with it. I gave him the example of like, imagine you're a fan of baseball and you would, you, you could put on this VR headset and be at a baseball game. hmm you could be in the stands watching a baseball game happen. Mm-hmm. You could be you could hear the people around you. You could look around, you could do all kinds of stuff. And all the stadium would have to do would be be to add like a 360 camera in the stadium seating somewhere. Just to kind of sit there. And infinite people can sit in that seat because it's just a camera. So that's like one example. Any any sporting event, any entertainment event like with a vr headset would be incredible and then you have games on top of that you could make um imax movies way more accessible by just like putting them in vr um it it would still i guess imax would be a little bit more difficult because the sound wouldn't be as interesting it wouldn't be as like um eclectic Mm -hmm. but it's I, I want VR to take off a lot more than it than it currently is. I feel like I was saying the same thing a few years ago when VR was kind of picking up steam. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm in two minds of it. One, I really want VR to pick up and really kind of go. And then the other side of it is, I don't know if after all this time, people really do want to pick up VR.
0: I feel like my biggest thing would be augmented reality. Do you mean like looking through the camera on your phone, or I would mean else? Um, that like I could ha- I could wear like a pair of glasses or something along those lines, and I could be yeah. at a workstation, or it could even be like a VR headset kind of deal, and I'd just be able to do all th- go through all the programs that I'm using for work kind of deal, and just be able to like zip zoom all the way around and have it all be interactable, and being to actively type while also moving screens around and. Uh, I would I would love for that to be my office. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely! <laughs> to do my like accounting work and uh, just be able to send out emails like that. I think that would be the coolest stuff to have. I might might have just described the, like the most boring application for it, but <laughs> I think that would really be the like the next level interface if they can get that working correctly.
1: Absolutely, like I. I... I wish that was kind of a thing that we saw being actively worked on because um I, I see it really easily just being like oh okay so you are you are um a new graphic designer for this website mm-hmm. um okay so you don't need like to do anything on your computer put on these glasses and your workstation is just kind of the space in front of you go yeah yeah like that to me sounds so cool but I don't think that it's easily done. I mean, Google Glass came out like five years ago from when we're recording this. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen anybody else try that.
0: Yeah, Even Google
1: just kind of dropped it.
0: Well, I, I know there's some companies working on it because I happen to find an article about uh, one that seemed to be working on it. But it still looks like it has a, a few teething problems it has to go through. It's not as precise as you would like something like that to be at the moment. Because I think feel like the biggest trouble is having something that with that kind of you know point, you you need something to have the accuracy of a mouse with motion controls. And that's essentially what you're asking it for the do and for all your fingers and for your hand gestures and such. And that's that's quite a bit to ask of a computer though. I would 100% want to ask it that.
1: Yeah. I don't know. That's I feel like that's from way more techie people than us.
0: Oh no, no, no! Like no. Um, I want that. That is for me. <laughs> give,
1: give me. I want it. Gimme. Um, well, I, I guess just from a technical perspective, like something I always think of when I think of like computer engineering or machine learning or any anything in a VR headspace or anything in anything in computers in general what i think is not a hard ask i know is a significantly harder ask on anybody who does that work
0: yeah of course like i'm like oh
1: like <laughs> you're already there with like you're already there with um with vr tech like you have sensors that can see where your hands are and all that stuff why don't you just use that for that and they're like it it doesn't work that way it it just doesn't so i yeah i would love to see that kind of thing Honestly, I'm just waiting for us to live in a future that's like. That actually feels like the future. You
0: mean one that isn't on fire? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are you talking about? I only heard one fire engine today. Uh. <laughs> um, you know, as bad as an idea as it is, I'm still waiting for them to have cybernetic enhancements for people.
0: Because
1: mm. I feel like we're so close to having, like. Um, your eyes being replaced with cameras because your eyesight is so poor. Or like, um, I don't know, like arms and legs are kind of already there having prosthetics, but I guess like the next step of that,
0: I don't know. Like I kind of want to see that happen. I know it is getting closer. Uh, You're having, they had that treatment where they had somebody that was completely blind uh, be able to have like an eye implant I mean, what they saw was basically the size of a, of a, of a needle kind of deal, but that's that's from, like, nothing. So, like, that person had been blind for, like, many, many years kind of deal, and they had restored their sight through an optic implant. So, like, that stuff, it is coming, and it's it's very niche at the moment. Well, not niche, I would say. I guess it's just very much in the test phase still. But more and more, it does seem like we are getting into uh, some sort of future, at least.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I kind of just want to see, like, that stuff advance faster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Though. I don't know how to say it. Because I feel like, like any time people are like, yeah, this is happening in, like, a lab over in, like... Hong Kong, or this is being tested in, like, a medical
0: facility up in Washington State. It's like, what? Oh, yeah, carbon nanotubes, the thing forever in development. (laughs) Carbon nanotubes? Yeah, well, it's like, uh, you know, like those carbon structures, like the microcarbon structure things.
1: Explain this to me. I actually don't know if I've heard about
0: this. Okay, uh, sure. Basically, it is is, uh, printing uh, structures on, like, a micro level kind of deal. So that they're more structurally sound. And it's been this thing that's supposed to be stronger than steel, stronger than diamond, that kind of thing, right? And they have been able to do it in the lab in many different ways. But it's still too expensive to implement because they're basically like having atoms bounce off of each other via light to construct them. So it's like a very expensive process, but it is supposed to be this super, super strong material. And they've been developing it for year, over years and years and years. And there's like an article every year or so where they're like, oh, this is going to be revolutionizing the uh, how we construct things. And, you know, it, we've been getting an article like that every year, kind of deal for the last 10, 15 years or so. But the stuff is incredibly strong and incredibly durable and will if we ever produce it on scale will be amazing for everything Mm. but we have to get to the point so it it has yet to been it has yet to leave the lab kind of deal there's a bunch of these things that we keep hearing that are in the lab and they've done great in the lab but they have yet to progress beyond that but that that's kind of the nature of development really at this point
1: yeah it kind of sits in a lab being tinkered with until finally they crack the code Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden it's here
0: yeah
1: i mean i always get frustrated when i think about driverless cars (laughs) it's here it exists why can't i just get one (laughs) yeah yeah why aren't they being made on mass scale because i understand there's concerns about safety but like, come on Uh,
0: come on drew i mean just because they forgot the program that crosswalks aren't the only places where people cross doesn't mean anything (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) it's times like these that i'm reminded that like the people making these um or the or like the or the uh algorithms that are like programming these or any, anything along those lines to make really dumb mistakes mm-hmm. and then we need to go back to square one, even though we were ninety nine percent there somebody forgot to to carry the two and
0: we need to go back to square one yeah it's just how it is sometimes, but it is progress yeah. though, and things are progressing at least Anthony, yes. Where's my jetpack? It'll, I mean, well, actually, good news. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, hold on,
1: hold on, really? So, really?
0: well, I was watching this one guy, and there's this jetpack service you can get over in the UK, where it's basically like, you know how like you would go to like, um, uh, what is it like those uh, adult trampoline parks and stuff like that? Yeah. It would basically be that with a jetpack. How did they get a jetpack to work? Well, I mean, it's not just the jetpack; it's a jetpack with like feet rockets as well. But yeah, they they've been getting that stuff like that to work. Uh, yeah, right now, like I think the only commercial use it has is just basically, hey, you want to you want to be you want to you want to go in a jetpack, and uh, then they charge people for that. Uh, but it actually is something that you can do at this point now. There's also, like, the water jet thing, if you've I've, seen I've that. I've seen that. I've seen that. I'm interested in trying that someday. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's also the, you can actually go on, like, jetpack rides and such like that. It's in Britain, though, mm. at the moment. That's the only one I've seen. So, where, unless you want to take a plane trip uh, to go on a jetpack. But, uh... but funny enough, uh, I saw it on, uh, are you familiar with Colin Furs? um that name sounds
1: familiar he's the
0: guy that did like the wolverine claws and built like an underground bunker and made an at in his backyard
1: oh i know i've seen a video or two of his but i don't think i've watched it regularly yeah I, I know who you're talking about
0: yeah yeah he does like a bunch of those like crazy invention things and uh he ended up getting like a co-sponsorship deal with like a jetpack park that was like uh around him so yeah that was a great sponsorship he had <laughs> Mm. and he's going to uh apparently he's doing like some sort of jetpack race for his next video or something like that so uh, that might be fun for you to watch you might enjoy that Mm.
1: (laughs) jetpack (laughs) i i haven't thought about jetpacks in in a minute um but now they're real so like but now they're real (laughs) well I, i guess i guess it was just more like me being like man I want to try out like this, like future tech kind of shit that's coming out. Like, I do want to, I do want to get driven around in a in a self driving car. Mm-hmm. I want, I want to feel that. I want to feel how that feels. Um, just kind of want to experience all that stuff. But maybe, maybe someday, maybe when I'm not locked inside my house,
0: makes sense.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, man, I'm trying to think what else. There's, there's. There's so many things that I remember thinking back in the days as a kid of being like, I just want to try that. I just want to be like a person that does like a jetpack or something like. Mind you, this is like very young Andrew doing this. Mm. This was not like, this was not like five years ago, Andrew. This was like little kid Andrew being like, yeah, yeah. jetpack.
0: Mm. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, younger me wanted that? to be a mining engineer. So uh, there, there is very little aspiration there. Ooh. Would you have an interest in trying
1: out a jackhammer?
0: No. <laughs> really? Yeah, that, that, that sounds like that sounds like how you hurt... That's how you make your hands go numb. Because it's just like a bunch of shaking. And... Is there any piece of you
1: from back in that day that still wants to do something related to that job? Oh,
0: fuck. Not,
1: not, no. Not, not a work side of things, but like a fun side of things. Would you want to go in and blow up a stick of
0: dynamite? I mean, I guess, yeah, I would, but not underground. I've seen. Well, well, yeah, you're not standing right next to it. <laughs> well, no duh, but you know, like my my will to uh, to do that sort of thing uh, disappeared quite quite rapidly.
1: Ooh, Fun, Anthony died. He did... Boo! Hey,
0: look, my my fun is a lot more fun than that now. So. Hmm. I get to play fun to a on a fast computer. <laughs> <laughs> Living in the future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna spend a bunch of money just to play Minecraft on a shinier screen. Mm.
1: <laughs> well, sounds like fun. Sounds like fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to wrap up the podcast on something we started the other week. Okay. Um, YouTube channels we've been recommending. Um, during during quarantine and during the world being on fire. I, I snuck we've mine recommending... in. You've
0: been recommending... I snuck mine in already.
1: <laughs> you did, didn't you? Uh, but we've, we've been shouting out YouTube channels or series or anything we've been watching lately just to kind of like point people in the direction of something they can sit down and enjoy. Something that can maybe take their mind off things or maybe even educate them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Anthony, yours
0: was. Colin Furs. Colin Furs, there you go. Yeah, see, watch him to basically see a madman in Britain make Wolverine Claws, uh, make cool bikes that are powered by jet fuel, uh, make a corkscrew tank. That one was fun. Uh, Wait, what? How does that work? uh, You're going to have to look at the video to find out. (laughs) (laughs) No spoilers. Uh, honestly, it's a lot of welding, and uh, it's it's kind of fun to, just to watch his videos because he's kind of crazy, but in the fun kind of way. So, not the "I'll stab mm. you" kind of way. Though he probably that could stab me. you <laughs> with the tank. Um,
1: pff, uh, <laughs> we're gonna scoot quickly away from that topic. Actually, did you see that one video going around online of uh, the guy who built a squirrel-proof bird feeder?
0: Is it just a bird feeder with a shotgun, or <laughs> dark? Um, no,
1: it, it was like this obstacle course that squirrels had to get through to get to the uh, get to the bird feeder. Uh, spoilers: It's not squirrel proof.
0: Do they just not do the obstacle course?
1: No, so he greased the poles enough that made it so the squirrels couldn't climb the poles, except for the very beginning of the course. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll send it to you. That, that's not my recommendation, but it, it's kind of tangential to what you were talking about. Um, my recommendation is a series that has brought a lot of joy to my life. Uh, it's on YouTube. It's called Half-Life VR, but the AI is self-aware. Okay. Essentially, it's a dude playing Half-Life 1 for the PC. And... Just some of his friends have uh, have replaced the NPCs in the game. And they go on an adventure. And I won't say any more. Because the series is amazing. And it makes me laugh hysterically every time. Uh, if you're looking forward, it's on a channel called Wayne Radio, Wayne Radio TV. Uh, yeah, it's is real good. Is real, real good.
0: It is, the, it is the level of fun that sometimes you require in your life. Though, uh, it's definitely not for everybody.
1: <laughs> it's not going to make you think. It's not going to sit down and make you, like, appreciate life more.
0: Oh, no, no, no. But it's going to make you laugh. It, it's yeah. going to make you giggle. Yeah, that's that, That's for sure. Sometimes we don't look for the high entertainment. We seek a low and revel in it.
1: I mean, look, I'm not going to lie. My, my high art recommendations might not show up in this podcast for a while. It's probably going to be a lot of like. It's probably going to be a lot of garbage that makes me laugh. <laughs> Anthony, my YouTube recommendation this week is a dog farting for twenty minutes. <laughs> if you watch it, you'll your life will be altered. You'll never think the same way again. I mean, for me and to s- will he.
0: for me to sit there for twenty minutes, yeah, I, I I think there would be something wrong with me after that point. To go through the entire. What thing.
1: if I played it at
0: double speed? That's just ten minutes. That's. You just, it's just high pitched now. I don't, I don't.
1: <laughs> Four times the speed.
0: Just ma- I promise you five just, minutes of dog. It's just, cho- it's just shorter. What what, 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 what point are you trying to make at this point? I don't, I don't understand.
1: I'm trying to convince you.
0: To do what?
1: To watch this imaginary video that I haven't, I haven't found yet.
0: This 20 minute dog farting video. I mean, there's somebody that's done that. That's that's not even like an imagined. It's probably there in your mind already. You've you've probably watched no new grounds, probably.
1: <laughs> probably, that kind of that kind of shit was on the internet all the time. I mm-hmm. have I have a. I have a mm, what are you doing? Yeah, you know what? I'll have a question, and you let me know if this would be too much for this episode. Okay. Um. How do shows like Tosh.0 still exist? How do shows like America's Funniest Home Videos still exist? When at any point you can just go online and see these videos
0: on demand? Well, you see, Drew, how it works is that people at the natural state are entirely, you would say, lazy as shit. Mmm, tell me more. Well, you see, some people like the curation of content so that it is thrown before them, so that they can see it in a series of, oh, well, we say, um, videos in short format, so that they can get the chuckles without the search. Continue. No, that's all I had. Go home. Continue to expand. Um, No. I reject this. No. <clears throat> oh, okay. Then. That's, 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 I mean, like, so you get like those soup videos on Facebook, right? They just show you how to make soup. What? What are you talking about? Like, you know, like those Facebook videos. They're just like, hey, look at us make soup. And then they made soup. Are are you talking about like the cooking videos, or is there something very specific? No, for yeah, I'm just talking about cooking to... videos. You know, like people just okay. like. I mean, sure, they can look it up on Google or YouTube or something like that. But you know what? They're gonna, they're still going to follow things like uh, they, they they want curated content. That's what they want. That's what people like. But like,
1: but like, you can just go online and watch look, look. a dozen videos in the time that. Bob Saget. It's not Bob Saget anymore. It's uh, Carlton, whatever his name is. Okay. It's In the time that he presents a video to
0: you. Yeah, but like that that's a level of efficiency that only you have. See, many people just don't care that much. You know, they're, they're for the whole ride for, you know, for the host to, to, to amp things up and I mean having somebody curate that kind of stuff can be kind of fun, you know? Because usually the host is some sort of comedian or can make you laugh in in its own way, and kind of brings it together in some sort of little funny arc or something like that. They're basically finding the best shit for you, so you don't have to siphon through all the, uh, well, basically the bad stuff on the internet. I feel like like people already do that online. It's a safe place for, uh,
1: that is true that is true you're not gonna see somebody's nutsack on on live
0: tv yeah that's very unlikely you know like you're not you're not gonna see like uh any not safe for work kind of stuff on that it's safe content and sometimes all you want is just safe content that's kind of what this episode is right now
1: (laughs) (laughs) you're giving away the whole game
0: Hey, look! Look, we can't, we can't, we can't always bring like uh, current events uh, into things all the time, and uh, I've realized we've done that. So you know, we we need a little levity. That's what that's what we're doing for this week. Don't worry, we'll definitely be punching with the stuff next week. Don't 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 worry about that.
1: We're gonna bring the we're gonna bring the hard hitting news stories. Damn straight. Like talking about Rick and Morty season four. Mm. anthony in case you haven't realized this podcast is an exercise in me annoying you
0: you know what sometimes i deserve it (laughs) this is just the world committing karma against me and i'm okay with this committing karma i think so i think that's how that works right committing karma i don't know come on committing karma give me better words Committing karma. All right. Well, this was fun. Have a nice night, folks. Committing karma. God damn it.